to another episode of the Photographer Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Macy, and today we're doing another mini episode, one of those episodes where I come on by myself, throw up what's going on in my head, just some of my thoughts recently and how they relate to our photography practice. Um, I mentioned that in the last couple episodes, maybe just the most recent one about how I like to call photography a practice now because it's something that we're never going to necessarily reach a level of finite achievement and go, yeah, I did it. I'm there. I made it. This is an ongoing practice that will probably be with you for the rest of your life if you're serious about that. And I think that's really cool. So it's easy and it makes sense to call it a practice. And why we're here, why we do this podcast, um, why I'd like to bring people on specifically so that we can enhance our our practice and achieve uh, well-roundedness, we'll call it, or versatility. I think I mentioned that in an episode with um, my friend Aaron, where we discussed maybe coming up with some of the qualities that make a well-rounded photographer. Totally opinion, totally subjective. And I would love for people who listen to direct message me and offer their suggestions of what makes, you know, a really good, wholesome, well-rounded photographer. Because you have people who are amazing editors who like might be an asshole, or you have people who have really great networking skills, but maybe they're, they're, um, I don't know, patience or something isn't up to par. So in my opinion, there's a few categories that make up a well-rounded photographer. Obviously, number one is being technically sound, reading up on um, the basic fundamentals of shooting and how to bend those rules in your favor for what you're trying to do. I'm a big fan of learning tools Just like how when you were in in grade school, you would learn math problems, you would gain the knowledge, and then you'd be provided with problems or scenarios where you had to apply that and bend it. I like to treat photography like that, where you consistently practice the fundamentals, um, whether that's composition or, you know, observing light, and then bending and utilizing what you know to achieve your final outcome. And I think I've talked about this a lot in this series and I can never explain it properly about how myself in particular, I work backwards. Like when I'm shooting, I see the edit already finished in my head and I invite people listening who find that confusing to just try and adopt that mentality. If you feel like you're struggling with editing or composition or your photos just aren't coming out right, Start envisioning your final edit in Lightroom, exporting it. As we, I'm a big fan of you know doing um, mentalization and envisioning an outcome. I've, <laughs> I've talked about it enough on the show, but really try that and just be uncomfortable with that. Um, so I think going back to the the wholesome, the well-rounded photographer definitely is someone who is technically sound and knows the fundamentals. Number two, I would say would be the mindset. I mean, we said it in that the previous episode, how can you excel at anything if your head is just in the dumps? And that's really what, you know, I imagine everyone here is listening for. I mean, we have some fun guests on, we get off topic a lot of times, but at the real core of it, we're talking about how to live, I guess, in a state of bliss mentally so that we're, you know, at our best. Um, of course, we all have you know, life throws curveballs and, you know, we have great days and bad days and some okay days and, and that's all perfect. I think what 
really we need to strive for to be the best we can be to learn the other parts, which we'll get to of the well-rounded photographers. We need to be mentally sound. And I think being mentally sound starts with some basic principles. Number one is treating your body with the utmost respect. And that means what you're eating, who you choose to be around. We all know if you hang around, at least maybe myself, I'm an empath. If I hang around people who are stressful, I just instantly feel jittery. Um, You know, I think another important part for the well-rounded photographer is how we deal with loss or as Aaron and I said in recent episodes, lessons. If you start to really adapt the idea that everything that's shitty, everything shitty that happens to you within reason is often a lesson and you have the ability to choose how you react to any situation, which in itself is quite liberating. If you come to the realization that you have total control over this one thing, no matter the circumstance, and that one thing being how you choose to carry yourself moving forwards, I think that's incredibly powerful. Um, You know, an example of this could be you just got rejected big time in an email by a client you were really stoked about pitching. And that would suck. But if you look, for example, for the opportunity to figure out how to build off of that, go back and analyze and, and run some tests. Could my email have been shorter? Could it have been longer? You know, and just tweak it to me. And to you listening, that should be exciting because you get to get, you get to wake up and try it all over again. And there's so many companies, there's so many opportunities in photography and our photography practices that you will literally never run out of opportunities. There's always new businesses. There's always new people. You know, there's always new subjects to shoot, new places to go, new animals to cross off your bucket list, whatever you happen to do. Um, and that's really refreshing and we speak a lot about on this on this podcast about never letting a negative thought complete itself. And that can be tough. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend I'm the perfect person. I get pissed, right? We all get pissed, but I think really dedicating and consciously deciding, okay, I'm going to be pissed for 5 minutes. And when 5 minutes is up, it's like a molting of the skin. I'm a new me and I have the resources to be able to turn this on itself, find a win in it and keep going and learn from it. And I think the people who really get ahead in whatever it is, whether you're Elon Musk or you're, um, you know, you're a small business owner, I think what really separates people who hit their targets from those who don't is the people who hit those targets don't wallow they get mad and disappointed and then they learn and they move on and they rinse, recycle, repeat. And that's just something I wanted to bring up on this. The next part of the well-rounded photographer, I would say, is the photographer who is a who is able to just flawlessly network. Um, I know a couple people of like I know a couple people like this. One of my good friends, Brett Blakely, is an incredible networker to the point where I'm just don't know how he he gets into some of the situations that he does. Um, I think 
the idea that opportunity will come your way in a sea of photographers, especially on Instagram, where there are literally tens of millions is almost arrogant in a way. Um, I think you really have to go. And for you guys listening, you know, from some of the guests who've been on, you have to literally come to a door with a sledgehammer and say, I'm here um, and do it in the right way. This is honestly something that I, you know, want to get better at. I feel like, you know, I have somewhat of a grip on it, but it's always good to look up to others who you want to kind of strive towards and get to that level. So I think definitely for us who are wanting to make photography more of a full-time or just to play a more active role, at least in our income as an income provider, need to become incredibly good at networking. And I would suggest reaching out to people who you look out, who you look up to, you know, and just picking their brain. Most people will be happy to, you know, offer insight. How did you do this? Well, you know, how did you start your email off? Or um, why did you pick this company? Or how did this opportunity arise for you? What events did you go to, et cetera, et cetera. And just continue to build that um, that learning curve up to a point where you can get to that level where networking is is flawless. Because if you're an excellent networker and just slightly above average, let's say, as a photographer in other areas, you're going to get picked because people love to work with people they enjoy being around. No one has ever hired somebody initially that they didn't like right? Even if they were super skilled, people hire other photographers or other people that they get along with, that they gel with, that they want to spend more time with. That's just the nature of things. So definitely part of the well-rounded photographer would be networking. Number four of the well-rounded photographer might be kind of like a pseudo category, but, and again, this is all entirely opinion, entirely subjective. I'm sure this list is going to build to like a hundred (laughs) <laughs> as uh, you know, as I get recommendations from from you guys who listen and, and and so on, but in my opinion, would be someone who is incredibly patient, and I don't mean that in the sense of you know, like wildlife photographer who is patient, waiting for hours and hours to maybe get something. We've talked about that on this show, but that's not what I mean. I just mean someone who has the ability to just wait and wait while they're still working hard, you know, while they're still knocking on doors, but just having that mindset that if I keep doing this and I keep tweaking my approach and I keep going at it, even though nothing is happening for me in the short term, the idea that it will, whatever you're going after will eventually be an inevitability takes an incredibly um, strong minded individual And again, I think the key to, you know, I've said that sometimes we say things on this show where people are probably going easier said than done, but I really think to practice and implement some of the things that we're talking about here, it needs to be a conscious decision where you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to practice patience and I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to, you know, practice not being mad for a prolonged period of time. I think you have to consciously decide upon it so many times in a row before it becomes habitual. You know, I used to have this really weird thing when I was trying to learn or do something new where I would do it 21 times. 
because there was some study I had read at some point that when you do something 21 times, it becomes a habit. And that's just one of those weird things that stuck with me. So whenever I'm trying to learn something new or I'm out of my comfort zone, and I mentioned on the show, like I read books 10 to 15 times because I don't want to just read it. I want it to, it to become a part of my life where I don't even have to think about it. And all these skills and traits that we're talking about, it would be awesome to get to a point where you just know it inside and out so well that it clicks. So going back to patience, I think that the patient photographer as part of the well-rounded photographer is incredibly good at putting blinders on, seeing the target, where they want to go, and knowing that it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's not going to happen next week. It's going to be a while. And I think for those of us listening who are okay with that long haul, you're in the right spot. I mean, if you're somebody listening as well, who at times is questioning your own sanity, kind of like a you know, you just have these moments. Cause I know I do sometimes just like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, know that you're not alone. And probably most people who you look up to have that thought a lot more than you think. And, and this goes to people of all skill levels. Cause I know we have listeners on here who have just picked up a camera and we have, you know, professionals. So I think what's so cool about, photography and maybe, you know, a podcast like this and why I started this is because we're all are so, we're all, our situations are so relatable to one another and our, the thoughts we have are so similar that it's comforting to know. And lastly, since this is a mini episode and I feel like as I'm recording this, I know we're just going to continue adding to this. So I'm going to have to cut it off at, at some point, but the last kind of characteristic or category or whatever you want to call it, in my opinion, that I would add to this list is that the well-rounded photographer has learned to control or keep in check or minimize their ego big time, meaning they're not someone who is going out and taking photos for the sole purpose of sharing on Instagram. And I, I, I want to re-say that. They're not going out and taking photos for the sole purpose of sharing on Instagram. Um, and, you know, and I've left this for last because I, I wanted to do a little bit, a little spiel on just where my head's at with Instagram because I haven't posted for two weeks now. And that might sound like disastrous for some people. And it's been amazing. Um, but I'll, I'll get back to that in a second. But People who are photographing, you know, portraits, landscapes, astronomy, whatever, are doing it just because they love doing it. Like, honestly, if you are somebody listening, I'm going to like, I'm going to be a little bit, I guess, cold here. If you are, you know, buying plane tickets to places and going to all these places so that you can have content I don't know if that's the right move. Personally, um, I think that the well-rounded photographer is going to do these things, whether there was internet or not tomorrow. Um, And I also believe, I'm I'm not saying that there's no digital, that an online digital presence isn't important, but I think the well-rounded photographers that I look up to are sharing to social media for a different purpose, whether that's to 
you know, inspire others to find their creative side or to inspire certain individuals to care about a particular subject. Um, I think that's really noble. And I think the people who have the most success online, whether that's through their website or, or whatnot, are, or who are having like massive social media growth, let's, let's use an ex- as an example, it's always, it just seems to be a byproduct. Like a lot of the people who I talk to who have massive online audiences just have kind of stumbled into it by accident. That was never their goal. You know, rarely have I met people who have said, I'm, I'm going to get 50K and then, and then they do. And then you go and talk to somebody who has 50,000 and they're, they're just, super chill about it. Like, yeah, I just kind of post photos and I do all this other stuff the rest of my time. And that is my own segue into the idea that Aaron and I did talk about how Instagram is simply just a piece of the pie that you should be focusing on as a photographer. I mean, there are some photographers that I know who make their sole income from selling prints and and going on assignment who don't even have an Instagram, right? I think we're in the day and age where especially, you know, younger photographers or newer ones think the way to make it is to go on Instagram and get noticed, which is totally bullshit. The way to, you know, start working towards being, um, you know, having photography as your, your sole income is is totally outside of that. It's building your brand. It's, you know, going to that coffee shop and getting your prints hung. Um, and, and other things like that. I think there's so many other areas to focus on. And if you are at a point where you're delegating so much of your time to photography related things that your Instagram is getting neglected, I think that's a good thing. I think you're so busy at that point with either clients or, you know, working on some, maybe working on a website or whatever, that Instagram's fallen by the wayside. That's not disastrous. That's natural, in my opinion. Because again, a lot of the people I know who are full time photographers, like Warren Keelan, for example, who is on the show, who owns a print shop in Australia, like, he just kind of throws stuff he throws stuff out online when he wants to very carefree and this is somebody who's world famous right so that's just something i really wanted to um to put out there um this mini episode's gone a little bit longer than i thought but that's okay i guess i had some heated opinions whether you agree with me or not that's okay um i do want to hear your comments so if uh, you have any more categories to add to the well-rounded photographer please hit me up it's going to probably grow to, I don't know, pick your number now. If you can, uh, if you can guess the exact number when we close the amount of traits that uh, the well-rounded photographer has, I'll send you like a million dollars. But now, okay, um, until next time, everyone, go get shooting, go get editing, and stay focused. See you then.